Hello there, my name is Rome. I'm the host of this podcast called Rome Learns 2 Podcast. How creative, right? No. So, yeah, today is the final Monday of April, and that means next month I'm going to change the background music I'm using for this one because uh, I'm changing it every month. Anyway, I'm recording this podcast as if I'm only talking to a single person that could be you or it could be me, my future self. And the first 10 minutes of this episode, it would be just me talking about a particular topic that I chose minutes ago. And then the remaining 10 minutes would be me answering five questions from the 365 thought-provoking questions. Alright, so in today's episode, I was thinking of calling it my newfound relationship with sleep. So my newfound relationship with sleep. That's going to be how I'm going to call this episode. Yeah, and okay, so for, for me to talk about my relationship with sleep, I should start from when I was young. When I was young, meaning I was five or six, maybe five years old. When I was five, I remember my grandmother would always make me sleep at noon. Like, you know, not noon, but just after having lunch. Yeah, we were told to sleep, me and my cousins. And as the obedient child that I was, I would try my best to sleep but then yeah I, I don't know it was just so difficult to sleep at noon especially uh, in the province it was quite hot usually although we had fan electric fans and the fan that you you know you use with your hands um, but it was difficult to sleep but I I did my best following that and at that time I actually thought that yeah, maybe sleep was really important because, well, I was young, I was a child and sleeping was very important to my growth and development as a person. Yeah, and because I was a child and I need to sleep so that my body would, you know, develop further into the adult person that I am today. So, yeah, uh, I think that's one of the earliest memories that I have about sleep. I mean, at least about being forced to sleep. <laughs> and then my sleeping patterns didn't really change a lot when I was studying in elementary and then high school because since I was studying in the province, it's very usual for us to sleep before 9 p.m. So we would sleep at 9 p.m. And then my grandmother would wake me up at around 5 30 a.m. to prepare for school although school only starts at like 8 a.m. so uh, I was quite early and then my sleeping habits kind of changed when I was in college because um, that time I was influenced by one person who who said that we don't really need to sleep a lot like this person said that three hours is enough and I kind of believe that. I even believe that we only had to sleep from 10 p.m. to 1 a.m. And so in college, I was living like that. I would sleep three 
four hours a day. And that went on for like 10 years, sleeping for three hours, four hours a day. And my body kind of adjusted to it. And I didn't think I was harming my physical body at that time, nor my brain. But yeah, I, I felt like, yeah, well, it's a waste of time if I don't use my time, right? So uh, I felt like if I sleep a lot, then I'm wasting that much time. So I kind of glorified not sleeping or I kind of glorified sleeping little. So during those past years, I only slept for three, four hours a day. And uh, I don't know how it has affected my health and how it would have been different if I didn't do that because I'm not a physician. Maybe if I consulted a doctor, the doctor would know better and tell me that, hey, you, you should, you know, get some more sleep. And then when, when I first had my job, so after graduation from college, I met this person who really liked sleeping. Um, she was like among my workmates and she really liked sleeping to the point that sleep could even be more important than food or than anything else and i was thinking why do you sleep a lot you're wasting that much time so that that was my my thinking back then it's it's not how i think right now and yeah it, it was only at a later time that i felt like oh no this is not good I should stop glorifying sleeping too little and I need to take care of myself. Um, I I'm actually relatively healthy compared to, you know, the average person. Um, although I, I kind of gained weight in the past, uh, like, few years. I, I already lost majority of them, but I, I still have pounds to lose. But I, I don't feel like I'm s super not healthy. But I, I feel like if I took sleep more seriously, I would be at a better health status right now. So what, what changed? Uh, what changed with regards to my relationship with sleep? Just last year since we had the pandemic um, and we got to be, you know, quarantined. We just have to stay at home. We don't have to commute to work. So I actually kind of gained more time. I gained an extra four hours every day. I used to use those four hours commuting, but last year I started using the, the, those additional four hours for different kinds of things. And among those different kinds of things are, you know, doing podcasts, doing other creative stuff. But at the same time, I added up on my sleep. So it, it, it wasn't drastic because I was sleeping three to four hours a day originally. But since last year, I, I couldn't easily go from three, four hours to suddenly sleeping eight hours. That's quite a big leap for me. So I kind of started slow. So from three to four hours, I started sleeping for five hours and then six hours. And nowadays I'm sleeping for about seven hours every day. I'm trying to make it to 8. I want to get back to sleeping 8 hours a day, but that is still a challenge because nowadays I'm still keeping myself 
up late at night, maybe until 11 or midnight, and then I wake up at 7, so that's only 7 hours. But I'm thinking of, you know, sleeping better. And some people say that it's it's only about the quality of sleep, and they say that it's only from 10 p.m. to 1 a.m., but there's not really evidence about that. And the science of sleep is very complicated. The experts on sleep have varying opinions. So you have to figure it out for yourself, I think. If, if you feel fine sleeping three hours or four hours a day, that's up to you. But, um, you know, we, we might not experience the consequences right away. But, yeah, uh, I think there's night because we have to get some rest, right? So nighttime is traditionally for, for sleep, I think. So get some sleep. Don't be caught up in the hustle culture that you have to be productive all the time. And don't think that you are not being productive because you are spending your time sleeping. Sleeping is part of being productive. Like, it affects how how you perform during the time that you are awake. So sleep, uh, I, I wouldn't say as much as you can, but sleep to the point that your sleep hunger is satisfied or your sleep craving is satisfied, something like that. Okay, so yeah, uh, right now my relationship with sleep is so much better. I think I've been sleeping so much better in the past few months and I'm becoming more healthy yeah and my mental alertness is also at its peak during the day you know I I've always been mentally alert but you know I, I just think that it's different now that I'm sleeping better than I used to so yeah um, how about you you the person who is not Rome who is listening to this how are you dealing with sleep and then you, who is Rome in the future, how are you sleeping? Please don't, you know, don't go for for something crazy. I mean, don't go back to sleeping three or four hours a day. Rome, you should continue sleeping healthily, okay? So I hope when I listen to this again in the future, I'm still sleeping like the normal cycle. Okay, so that's it about sleep, and now I'm ready to answer five questions. Um, today I'm answering questions number 231 until 235. Okay, let me begin. 231. What are you waiting for? How are you writing your life's story? Okay, so what am I waiting for? I am waiting for... Actually, I'm waiting for all of this to get settled. I'm talking about uh, the pandemic. When the pandemic gets settled, I think there are a lot of things that I would want to do. So I'm kind of waiting for that. But it doesn't mean that I am delaying things that I can do right now just for that moment. Because the things that I'm doing right now, I think, are the things that I should be doing right now. So it's not like I'm just waiting for something to happen. And right now, how am I writing my life story? 
right now I'm writing my life story the way that I want it and in a natural flow I think rather than having somebody to you know always tell me how to live my life or how to write my own life story so I'm kinda independent more independent now than I used to be okay so yeah and um, yeah uh, aside from the pandemic getting settled right now I'm not really waiting for anything it, maybe in the past if I answer this I would say I'm waiting for something and that something is not gonna happen <laughs> anyway uh, second question what makes love last what make what makes love last I think what makes love last is you know, uh, I'm thinking of love as fire so as much as you put firewood the fire will continue to burn so I think it's the firewood of love that makes love last it's abstract and it's metaphorical in a way but yeah I think that's what makes love last last not lost <laughs> that's what makes love last you know as long as you continue putting in the firewood of love so it's like maybe expressions of love or gestures of love yeah if you continue doing that maybe love will last yeah it will last but i wouldn't say it's gonna last forever it has an end i believe that everything has an end even love uh it's kind of fancy to think that okay this is gonna last forever like you can as you continuously put in firewood but um yeah i think there's a limit to that as well but yeah continue putting in firewood to make your love last okay third question what good comes from suffering what good comes from suffering okay i believe that there's some good that comes from suffering like let's say when you train your body you exercise you lift weights so that's if you think of that it's you can count that as suffering right because you're experiencing pain not only physically but also mentally but something good is coming from that right because you're building up your muscles you're gaining strength and your body's looking better so there's good that's coming from suffering but this question is not particular to sports alone but in general what goods what good comes from suffering uh there are some good and like i don't know how to answer this encompassing all kinds of suffering because there's a lot of suffering that I don't think are justified by the good that comes out of it. Um, uh, can I give an example? For example, the suffering that we cause animals just so we can eat them. I'm not vegan myself, but I, I came to a point where I feel like, yeah, we're actually putting animals to a lot of pain and suffering just because we want them for food and I don't think that good is justifying I mean that good justifies the 
pain or suffering that animals are experiencing. If you're uncomfortable listening to me because I'm talking about this thing, it's it's just reality. That, yeah. And it's how I think right now. And, yeah. yeah I, I'm not being asked about whether it's justifiable, but it just came to me. I'm just thinking that the good that comes from suffering are not always worth it. So, as much as possible, I I think suffering should be avoided. Okay. Uh, fourth question. What's the most important lesson you've learned in the last year? So, last year, 2020, the year that feels like it never happened. Because, <laughs> yeah, we were all stuck in our own homes. So what's the most important lesson I've learned from 2020? I actually wrote like a blog post about the lessons I've learned from 2020 and I I no longer remember what I wrote there. But right now that I'm asked again about an important lesson, I think it would be to always prioritize self-care. Yeah, I think that's the most important lesson that I've learned last year that we should always prioritize self-care. Yeah, that's the single most important lesson I learned last year. Uh, I don't need to explain that, right? Like, you get that, I get that, we all get that. Self-care is that much important. Okay, now I'm down to the final question for today. And that question is, based on your current daily actions and routines, where would you expect to be in five years? Okay, hmm, this is hard. I mean, it's hard because I have to think of the future. I mean, five years. And I feel like if I say something to answer this, I will probably listen to this episode again in the next five years and look back. Uh, and I'm not sure if I'm gonna feel good by then. But I think in five years, I would have, based on the routines that I'm doing right now and the daily actions that you know I'm doing, I think I would be at a much better, sh- uh, in a better, in a much better shape in five years. Shape meaning not only the physical aspect but also the mental aspect and. Also, career-wise, I think I would be, you know, leading something uh, in a job or something. I'm also, I'll also probably earn another degree because, you know, five years, a lot of things will happen. And I'm actually already planning to study again starting this year or next year. So in five years, I would have already gotten that degree. I might be earning a lot better than I'm earning now and that means I will also have more savings and more investments. I would have better relationships with family, with friends and my outlook in life would probably still be the same. The same meaning it's bright and shiny and sunny because that's my current outlook in life and I think I should not change my outlook. It should continue to be shiny and sunny and always bright. Yeah. 
So right now, those are the things that came to mind. I don't think of adding more because I'm putting pressure on myself here. Okay, so anyway, I think that's all for today. Thank you very much for listening and Rome, you know, continue doing whatever you're doing. You're doing great. You're doing good. That's the same for you, even if you're not Rome. Okay, so yeah, I'll see you next week. Bye bye.